The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Michelle? How's it going? Hey, you're talking to Jim and Matt. How are you? <laughs> Good. What's Good up, to Kar- you guys again? I'm sorry. I can't even let you say hello, and I'm already interrupting. Karate Hottie, how are you? I'm so happy to be I'm talking amazing. to you. It's good to hear your voice. If I sound a little insane, I literally, listen, I gotta, these guys wouldn't give me up because you, nobody would have known. I literally just put the headphones on. The fucking trains were late. It's a circus out here in New York, Karate Hottie. <laughs> you know what? It. it- I'd rather it be a circus than right? just a boring old day. It's true. It's true. That's I just true. had to let people know if I sound a little fucking. I literally just am I am I breathing heavy? I ran. I'm not gonna say I ran here. I didn't run. <laughs> he I'm not gonna here. lie. I kind of gave you a know, little a skip here because my knees bothering me. <laughs> I get, I also called in a little early too, so, no, no. so you're actually. You're doing good. That's okay. I mean, I've been sitting here dutifully 45 minutes <laughs> awaiting this interview. Matt just kind of strolled in at the end, but we're very happy that you're here. Hey, do you have any, by the way, Matt, because Matt's had these problems with his knees, and I know you guys deal with that. Is is there anything that is a nagging injury for you that you just can't seem to shake? For me, as I don't fight, but I have tendonitis in the right elbow. You don't want to know what that's from. So uh, do you have any nagging injuries? (laughs) I I probably don't want to know what that's from. (laughs) But it won't go away. I got a cortisone shot once, and I keep re-injuring it. So I don't know how you guys fight through things. Like, if I do pull-ups, I hurt my arm. And, and you guys have to go out and fight no matter, you know, with all banged up. Yeah. Is there anything for you that I just won't stop? You, you know, I think you just get used to your body being injured. But I, I will have to say um, something that bothers me are, are my ears, like, like the cauliflower ears. And um, once I got them the first time, I, like... I, I wear my headgear religiously now because it's kind of like, have you ever had a thumbnail, like a, like a hangnail? Yeah. That throbbing feeling. That's how it feels when you're, when your ears start to swell up. And I hate that feeling. Um, and then, so, and, and, you know, like my joints, my, my joints just ache from grappling and wrestling. Um, but you know, that's just kind of, uh, the norm. Michelle, isn't it weird with that whole with the ear thing? Because I've been grappling for over twenty years, and my ears are, are pretty good. I never mm-hmm. had to get them drained or anything like that. There's other people. Uh, my brother, for instance, had to get his drained like eight times. Like it's either you get it or you don't, right? I don't know. I don't know what what it is. I I don't know if it's 
um, the, the style of, of wrestling or jujitsu that you do. I, and for, for the longest time, I never really got it. And I think it was when I picked up wrestling a, a, a little bit more intense, intently that I started to, to, to notice it. But I don't know. I do think it might have something to do with the way your ears are shaped. <laughs> now, how do they drain it? Is it just a needle, or do they, they actually suck the blood out, or do they just kind of poke it and let it leak out? How do they drain they the ears? Suck it out like a fucking vampire? Well, no, with a needle. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did they put a leech on your ear if you're George Washington? No. What do they, how do they drain an ear? Yeah, you, you, you poke a needle through it, and then you, you pull, pull it out. Uh, pull out. It's just like blood and liquid build up in there that they pull out. You don't want to do it too much though, because because then it'll keep filling up. So w- when I did it, it, it got really bad. And I when I did it, and I just um, after that, I kind of iced my ear overnight and slept on that side, so it would like kind of flatten to my ear. Wow. And 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 when it did that, it hardened against my my head so I, I guess that helped a little is it the, michelle is it the is it like annoying because it hurts or is it the fear that the karate hottie will be walking around with fucking randy <laughs> randy couture ears is that what you're worried about is that the fear I, i'm not worried about that i have hair like i can always yeah. cover it if i needed to but it does it hurts yeah. it like it's like throbbing pain um, yeah, I guess so, but yeah, that, 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 I wish I had them. I'm thinking of having a surgeon <laughs> put them in so nobody fucks with me on the subway. Because if you see cauliflower ears, you know somebody can fight. It's true. Well, did you see that one video where the guy, he's just laying down and getting punched in the ear because he wants to have cauliflower ear? Like, it's kind of like a cheater way to do it. Really? Wow. I, think it was, I think it was Steve-O. Actually. Of course. Oh. I love Steve-O. But can't you get your eardrum punctured doing that? Isn't that kind of insane? That's yeah, nice. people are crazy. It's idiotic. All right, so you don't have anything particularly nagging other than the normal uh, bumps and bruises. By the way, uh, you were featured on uh, Cage Bomb for uh, ESPN Sunday Morning Sports Magazine um, this past weekend. How was that? Oh, uh, it was it was amazing. You know, I think I, all the publicity is great. I think it's it's nice that they're kind of shedding some light on on myself and my family and and my journey. It, it's it's nice. Now, the whole thing about the, uh, the UFC ESPN deal, do you think that's better for fighters? I mean, the level of exposure you can get as opposed to, I guess, you know, Fox, which is probably a little smaller? Yeah. Um, people, people tune in because they, they, they want to follow a story. They want to they wanna feel engaged. They want to, to connect. And, and I think that's what the ESPN is doing is they're, they're, letting other, they're letting the world inside our world. And, I mean, it's good to see the fighter outside of, outside of the cage, you know? Now, we, it's funny. We interviewed Dana a couple days ago, and we uh, talked about your, your daughter's uh, request for him to buy some cookies. <laughs> and he, I mean, he bought a 1,000, which is such a mogul yes. thing to do. That's like a, that's like a head of the company badass <laughs> thing to do. And then what happened after that? I know Tony Robbins also bought. How many did she sell is basically my question. So her goal was to sell 2,000. And, yes, Dana White bought 1,000 cookies. And... Um, and then Tony Robbins called, and he bought another thousand cookies, and he's actually donating to the local food bank in Albuquerque. And um, with um, with Dana sharing it on his social media, um, my daughter sold over three thousand boxes of cookies. I'm not sure. I I don't know the the total count like as of now, but it's it's over three thousand. So now, how many of the? Uh, you know, is she a Girl Scout or is this her school? Yeah, she's this is her first year as a Girl Scout, and. Uh-huh. And she came home with um, 
with the package, and she was like, I want this prize, and you have to sell 2,000 boxes to get it. And I was like, okay, well, we can try, baby girl. How many of the other kids sell? They must hate her, because how many are they selling? Nine boxes, these other rotten kids, and, you're, and your daughter sells 3,000? That's amazing. You know, um, one of her, her good friends sold close to 1,000, I think. I, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, I think that got her a little fired up and a little bit competitive and, and, and gave her the extra push that she needed to, to reach out to Dana. So she basically destroyed the competition. <laughs> she ran through the competition and she left them all uh, humiliated and behind, which is great. Now, what did she win? What was the prize she wanted? I'm sure she got it. Oh, she, it's, it's like a cumulative thing. So it's like every time you, you sell a certain thing, you get, you get this on top of that. But, um, so she gets to go to a Girl Scout camp, um, and then she gets to go to the, the local amusement park, and she gets T-shirts and, and stuffies and like a, um, like a nail polish printer maker thingy and like a blow-up tent or something like that a bunch of cool stuff were you were, were you a girl scout or did you do stuff like that when you were a kid i mean i was never a boy scout i wasn't a girl scout but i always wanted to be um and uh so you know they have it at her school and it's something that she expressed expressed interest in and i said all right let's do it Jimmy, Jimmy, I can picture you as a Boy Scout. No, I I hated the outdoors. First of all, I always have to shit when I'm in the woods, and I hate it. I hate going to the bathroom outdoors, and I didn't like uh, the ticks. I was such a nerd. I went to camp, summer camp, and I remember trying to talk the other kids out of going in the kayak because we could flip over and drown. I was a buzzkill. Everyone hated me. How old? That's horrible. I was 26. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle, let me talk to you as a as a father of three girls. Did you see uh, Captain Marvel yet? Yes, and I absolutely loved it. Right? It's empowering. I have this. I have three girls. It's great for them. It's great for your daughter. It's great for everybody. I love the storyline behind it, and I love that she, um, you know, she embraced the fact that she's yeah. human and that, that she overcame, like, her failures. Like, that was her superpower, that she got up again and continued to truck forward. And, uh, I mean, I just get chills thinking about it right now. Oh, my goodness. I- <laughs> That's funny you said that, because I am, too. I, I don't know. I don't know if I just get emotional, and I'm just uh- a... <laughs> A big sissy, but when there's a montage, Jimmy, don't laugh at this I'm part. Not saying there's a montage in this, and, Mich- and Michelle knows what I'm talking about. And that's of um, there's like a pivotal moment in this movie where she's thinking of all the times that she failed, and they show her rising and getting up. If I start choking up right now, well, why would it'll you? be? I oh, didn't it's see beautiful, the movie. M- Michelle. You know what I'm talking about? I I 100% know exactly what what part you're talking about, and uh, that's life, and that's just. That's why I love movies so much. They're so, they're, it's so powerful what stories can do to somebody and, and how a story can inspire somebody. So yeah. Matt, Matt, why did you like that so much? I didn't see the film. Well, there's a part in it where it showed like all the times like she failed. Like she was like, I she was in the army climbing up a rope. She falls. All the dudes are laughing at her. And there's other parts where she's in a go kart. It flips, and she's doing like tomboyish stuff. Whatever it is, she's failing. People are laughing at her, and it shows her always rise. Look, look at me. Yeah. Look at my eyes. Do you Matt's this? eyes are a little watery. Come on, man. Come on. Michelle. So, Michelle, you got a fight coming up. <laughs> no, hold on, up. Matt. I want about... You know what it was like to be a, a, a young lady failing. Michelle's... So what happened? Because, first of all, Michelle's a badass, and she said she was getting choked up, too. Right yeah. or wrong, Michelle? Oh, 100%. I get choked up watching. I'm, I'm a blubbering fool. I just think it's funny to watch yeah. Matt do it, but I'm she the doesn't, worst. She, does, she doesn't judge me. 
Go I will ahead. never ju- no, I never so, judge. So speaking of getting up and re- you remind me of Captain Marvel. Let me tell you, because you were on a two fight slide. All right, you were having a hard time, and just like Captain Marvel, uh, Michelle, you rose and you you came back, and now you're you're up to. You're you yes, you. Sir. This is what I'm talking about. Straight yes, out of this. Straight out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a scene of you just rising of like, I, I at, think, at the end of that third round <laughs> go ahead i think that's why i love fighting so much it's just i've i've learned so much about myself and about life through fighting and it's scary and it's it's nerve-wracking and you, you put yourself out there for the world to to see and to judge but i don't think there's any better way to to learn and to grow than to to force yourself to face your fears you know the pressure of being down too we could talk about it now because it's you got that monkey off your back yes she's up to there's less pressure but i know i've been there more than once where whether it's a tough decision or whatever it is you're down too and mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're like, all right, well, if this, I'm fighting another world class uh, fighter, and what if I'm down three? And then you thought, or you know what I'm saying? So what was it in your head to to switch things around? I think it's because whether you focus on the negative or the positive, your your mind will go there, right? So if you allow yourself to continue to, if you allow, allow the negative momentum to 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 take you, it will, and it'll take you fast. And you have to kind of like swim upstream to and fight against it, fight against the current in order to break from that. And and then when you do break from that, you have to continuously work to stay positive and to um and to, to continue to, to have a positive mindset. And and for me, I think what turned it around was just the idea that no matter what the outcome was, I was getting better. Jimmy. And and then I I could find comfortability in that, and I could find I could find um, confidence in my family, and knowing that no matter what happened, that I had people in my life that loved me, and that um, any step forward is a step forward, even if to some people it might look like a step back. I don't know if that makes any sense. Well, yeah, it does make sense, and and you know you're you're fighting Carolina, who is coming off uh, her first knockout uh, loss to Jessica mm-hmm. Andrade. So, what do you think now? Again, you know that mentality of coming coming back from something and feeling that pressure. So, what do you think that she is uh, facing uh, coming up against you this week? I feel like every fighter is different when they when they have dealt with loss, and I think it's important to to study uh, the way that they come back from loss. And every time Carolina has lost. She's come back a better, stronger fighter, and so that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting her to be more resilient, more uh, smarter about uh, her entrances. But you know, there are still things that we all fall back on, and these are these are our, our styles, our habits that we always go to <laughs> when when the lights are turned on. You know. Yes, um, and what do you think about uh, Rose's fighting uh, Jessica? And I think Rose is an underdog in that fight. Um, wow, really? Yeah, at least at this point. When is that fight, Chris? Do you know? Yeah, that's May. It's UFC 237. Okay, 237. So it's, it's you know over a month away. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm surprised that she is the uh, the underdog. Maybe being in Brazil. It's, I it's, am too. Um, I think it's crazy how much the media can sway, or just like just social media can sway um, the way people think about. I, 
about about fighters. It's um, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Just because Rose has been out doesn't mean she hasn't been working. Just because Rose isn't, um, you know, a heavy social media user and she doesn't, you know, publicly come out and say that she's been working hard. Everybody thinks assumes that you know, she's lost her mind and that she's weak mentally and that she doesn't want to fight Andrade. It's not the case. She's the champ. She fought Joanna twice, yeah. you know, and 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 beat her twice. And there, she's the champ for the re, for a reason. Um, yes, Andrade is, is a scary opponent to face, but she's the contender. Like, bottom line, she's the contender. She's not the champion. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you are to win this fight, I mean, you're number nine and uh, Caroline is six. Uh, now, Nina Ansarov is fighting Tatiana Suarez. So what, what do you think of victory in this? Uh, where do you think this puts you uh, to fight maybe the winner of that fight? Yeah, I'd love a, I'd You know what? To be honest with you, I think what they're going to try to do is match up whoever fights, whoever wins from that matchup to fight whoever wins between Rose and... Um, Andrade, and then I'd like to fight the winner of that for the belt. Oh, okay. So you want to jump right up if you, if you beat Carolina. Do you think that they will allow that, allow you to sit out and wait for one more fight, or they want you to fight one more time before that? I'm not sure, but, um, you know, right now my mind is on and Carolina, sure. but I, I feel like I've been in the top ten for 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 a long time, and the, the people that I have lost to are the champ and one of the only girls that have beat the champ, and so... I, I don't think it's you know outlandish to ask for a shot. Well, look, we love watching you fight, and uh, you're fun to talk to. You're a really fun person to interview, so thank you for talking to us again. Yeah, Michelle, all our best. I appreciate it. All Thanks right. for getting me choked up. Talk about, I'm embarrassed now. <laughs> I know. I'm going to try to get Matt to. Uh, my my goal is to get him to cry before the Done end of this talking episode. about that movie, Matt. Matt, so with your girls, are you are you soft on them? Or are you kind of hard on them? No, nah, it, it's not <laughs> that they're, they're more afraid of. Uh, of their mom than me. Yeah. 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 She, I, I, I think if I had like boys, it'd be a little different. Right. Like, you know, if I raise my voice, you know, it happens. But, but for the most part, you know, if you ask them, they're afraid of their mom. You yeah. Know? And my, my, my wife's like the sweetest person, but you know, Hey, you know, she you should take she them to see Captain Marvel. Take them to see that. Oh, what do you got? <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's out of his mind. What oh, about, you took what them about, to see that already? <laughs> what about you, Michelle? How is it in your household? Who are they more afraid? Who is uh, your daughter more afraid of? You or your husband? I think it just depends on the situation. Um, I I just have um I'm I'm more expressive with with my words and <laughs> and and my my the tone of my voice. And so I don't think she takes me as seriously if I raise my voice now. All no, with my husband, all he has to do is raise his voice once, and my <laughs> daughter is like, oh, "Okay, I'm not doing that again." Yeah, but it, I think it just depends on on the situation. Sometimes I'm tougher on her, where my husband's like, "We'll give it to her," and I'm like, "No, she doesn't get that." That's so. And funny. sometimes it, he is he's tougher on her than I am. There's times where. Uh... Like my, one of my kids spills something on the couch, and they'll like they'll come get me and be like, "Yo, like dad, like help me clean this up so my wife doesn't see." It's so funny. Do you help so them? their mom does. Oh, I help. Oh yeah, we're like two ninjas. We're trying to clean it up. My wife catches us. She's like, "What happened?" Oh, it's a it's a problem. Michelle gets it. She you ever knows. take the heat for it? Sometimes I gotta you know I gotta take I gotta. I was take gonna one. say they're gonna figure out to just blame you. They're like, yeah. that spills a lot. And, and my, she knows I'm a mess. All right, of course you are. Let's let Michelle go. All right, Michelle. Good talking <laughs> to you. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, guys. Bye. I appreciate it. Take care. Take care. Michelle's so much fun. She's a great interview. She's yeah. such. She has such a good energy. She's always yeah. like she's like bubbly. You know, 
Hashtag bubbly yet dangerous. I don't know. That's not a great hashtag. That is a, yeah, it is. I don't know. Should I use it for me? Bubbly but dangerous. Yeah, I, like I did the worst smile at you. It was so ungenuine. It was, like, it was like this. It was nice. <laughs> it was a nice scowl you gave me. Are, are you scowl. good here, Matt? Did you want to settle in? Did you want to? What are you talking about? We're We're settle in. We're broadcasting. Right. Right. Now, what time Fuck, is uh, man, Josh Emmett? We got about fifteen minutes till. Uh, yeah, Josh I would love more us. coffee, but there's no oh, rush. Oh man, I just listen. I got to be honest with the unfiltered army because that's what they respect yes, about. They this. love that. They could have said, "Oh, Matt's just maybe breathing heavy because he's maybe he's a fat guy again. Maybe he's back to eating gluten." You know, maybe he's a little heavy on the gluten. No. Not me, Jimmy. Not at all. Jimmy, look at me. Look good. Look at me, Jimmy. Thin as a rail. Why are you right away you look at my crotch, you weirdo? I'm looking at your stomach. Okay. Um, 199. Matt shows I, me his stomach and he goes, I, look at my stomach. I look at his stomach and he goes, don't look at my crotch. Don't fuck. I woke up at 199, <laughs> Jimmy. Wow. Why'd you have to hit that button? Because you were 190 last week. <laughs> I, that's fucking silly. <laughs> it's not true. It sounds like it's still heavy, though, 199. Like I'm a uh, fucking well, it's light. all muscle. But I mean, I used to, when Solid I used to fight rock. at 170, I'd walk around like this. Yeah. You know? Why do we have to make it about me and my lack of gluten? It's all I want to talk I about. I don't want to get into the whole cauliflower. Oh, my goodness. I had such delicious... Um, gluten-free ravioli. Am I touching you too much today? No, I'm sorry. I don't mind. Because you might have a thing with that. No, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Just don't I touch love- both of them from behind. Oh, Jimmy. Hey, what do you uh, think of... What? Uh, what do I think about what? Well, there's that... Captain uh, Marvel? Con- Uplifting. How about Connor? The, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Let's get back to MMA. Connor, uh, again, we don't know anything. He's oh. uh, under investigation over sexual assault. Ireland is good, though, because they seem to... Wait, wait, say, wait what? Oh, you what didn't hear that? Oh, you didn't no, hear I thought you were talking about him re- making the retirement Yes, but speech. then it came out. They said he's under investigation over sexual assault, sexual assault allegation in Ireland. Um, now, That's something new? No, it's been from January. Protocols oh. and criminal investigations in Ireland. A formal charge does not necessarily follow an arrest. Um, McGregor was arrested in January, questioned by law enforcement authorities and released pending investigation. They've not been proven... Um, and it does not mean he's guilty of a crime. Now, I guess uh, there they don't name you if you're accused of something until you're convicted, which I think is great. I think once you're convicted, all bets are off, but the accused, I think, you know, have their day. But they're saying something might have occurred in a hotel in Dublin. Um, I don't know anything else about it other than that. Uh, I don't like commenting on shit like this. Yeah, I'm just saying it's news. No, it's, it is news. It's, uh... I don't know what it means. I don't know if he did it. I mean, yeah, and this has been out did. for a while, too. Yeah. That's the other, the other thing, that it's been in, like, Irish newspaper. I don't know what you guys said while I was out I mean, in the room. I mean, no, but... just about that, that thing with the, uh, yeah. you know... It is news. I mean, it broke yesterday. No, I, yeah, I, you got to talk about yesterday. it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. You never know with those things, you know? You hope and it's not true. There. You just hope it's the guy's making the right decisions, you know? Yep. It's got to be a weird thing having that much power and that much, you know. It is. Trust know, me. People getting throwing stuff at you. Yes. And whatever it is. So it's. it's I, I. I. You know. I. I. I just hope the guy makes the right decisions. I. I feel for the guy. It's got to be a lot for a guy. I mean, what is he? Thirty now? How old is he? Yeah, thirty-one maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole thing with him retiring. I mean, I don't. Know. I think he's like. A, I think I wouldn't be surprised if he just got bored after a year or two and just been like, you know, I mean, he's still gonna be young, you know, and. Take a fight. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. He's just thirty. I mean, he'll be thirty-one in July. There's only so much the money can bring you. That's right. There's only so much the money can bring you. If you're hungry for something, you you might still have some in you. Well, but it's the guy's got. If the guy's got more money than fucking, he's got ninety-nine million. They say. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's all right then. I think so. You know, guy can do what he wants. I think I'm going to win Powerball though. I did play it, so I'm hoping to win it. 
That'd be cool. That'd be really annoying. You're successful already if you won. I'd be, yeah. I'd be I'm not that successful. I'm not fucking $700 million well, yeah, successful. Nobody is, but. Yeah. I just, you know. I do, I just, I, my attitude I just, around I, here would change. I like. I, I don't want to sound like a Zen dude, and I don't. It's not like I'm not looking for a raise. You know, I could always use one. Sure, but I'm just saying is, you know, I, I'm like, um, I like to try to enjoy each day and that type of shit. Yeah, you guys I don't would be give bra- a fuck about what I got in 20 years. Yes. I, mean, no, I want my kids to eat well. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. Everybody's all fucking. I don't know. Here's how you'll I'm know. Fuck me. I quality. I'm a quality of life guy. You'll know. Do I, I enjoy want... each day, sure. Jimmy? Do sure. I? I do. I hope so. I fucking. I, that was annoying the way my voice broke. No, it's good. Can I get that out? Can we cut that? <laughs> no, leave it. It's perfect. It's horrible. See, if I'm if, if we're broadcasting, yes, Jimmy, and you're going, hey, we're in the middle of an interview, Jim. Why are you shitting on the rug? <laughs> You'll know I've won the Mega Millions. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Norton, some money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Jimmy. I think that life's uh, pretty sweet. Yeah, life is it's good. Kinda, it's fun. There's other people that just you know maybe not. <laughs> right now, but you know what's sad? No, it's not sad. But like, I think we brighten people's day. It should make you feel good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it, Jimmy, you brighten a lot of people, even more than. I'll well, be honest. I don't believe I brighten anybody's day ever. So no, no. Not, no I mean, it's nice to say you're hard on yourself, but between what you do with Sam Roberts and then right. you come here and spread more love, I ruined days. And then you know, then you, what's that? You I sp- ruined people's days. Spread. Germs, and then after that, you spread some love at comedy clubs. You make people happy, Jimmy. Taming the briar patch, mowing the lawn, or trimming Yeti. Oh, I love Manscaped. You do? I love Manscaped. Why is that? Because I love to trim my Yeti and make it a party with the missus. That's all I'm going to say. Well, nine out of ten women of all ages, they kind of prefer their guy to be Manscaped. You got to have the right tools for the jewels, or you're going to look like you used a machete. It's true, Jimmy. I get worried I'm going to, like, nick myself down there. And stuff. Well, if you pop over to manscaped.com, you check out their perfect package. Not that perfect package. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. That was a smash hit on Shark Tank. Features the lawnmower. It's a precision trimmer engineered for below-the-waist grooming. Its skin-safe technology means no more accidental nicks that you were just talking about or burns. Check out the uh, lawnmower and the amazing grooming and hygiene products that come with your perfect package. Now, what's that saying? Trim the shrubs and the tree stands taller. So basically, true. that's it's what true. I have to do. <laughs> to give true. me any type of distance, I have to trim the shrubs. I have to shave the shrubs until it looks like a little pale sidewalk. <laughs> Get 20% off plus free shipping today. Manscaped.com. Use promo code unfiltered. This way, Matt and I remain employed. Promo code unfiltered at manscaped.com. M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Promo code unfiltered. I love Manscaped. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially closeout buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to... Pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows.
After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. Store picks. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's sure. go. I'm not that- Paul too- Craig. What? Uh, sorry, I was saying against uh, uh, Kennedy. Uh, let me see how you get his name. Um, I got that. I got that. And Shkuu. And Shukwa. Oh, uh, oh, so I listened to it when he was on the Contender Series. Brendan Fitzgerald was pronouncing it. Uh, Zichuku. Zichuku, I said that. Yeah, so I think that's pretty close. Or no, it could be like Inzichuku. I'm not sure. Cause like it was Ingano. like Ingano. Yeah, exactly. So, Gano, Francis Gano, they called I him. I think we're in good shape there. But we actually, you skipped over one. We got Shane oh, Sadiq Marais Yousef Sadiq against Sadiq Yousef, yeah. uh, What's Josh um, Evan calling in? What are their uh, records? About 10. We got uh, him next. Maybe, yes, yeah, 10 minutes or so. What are their right. records in the last couple of fights for each one? Yeah, let me pull that. And I, wait, hold on. We sure haven't thing. seen Josh in um, what they call a hot minute. Yeah, yes. about a, I long? mean, right? Since the German yeah, jo- he, he went through a horrible what? Um, issues after the Jeremy Stevens fight. Why? Because, they, because originally, I believe they diagnosed him with just a broken orbital bone, which is terrible to begin with. But then... Later on, they found a bunch of other issues. His, right. his sinuses were caved in. You have to talk to him. After yeah. Chris, the producer, yeah. taking some damage like that, going through all that, how long has he been out for? Almost a year. It's been a year. I think it'll be After a that year. fight, how do you? How are you not gun shy? Can I ask him that? Huh? I'll ask him as soon as he calls. I'm asking Chris, the producer. No, I'm well, as soon as he calls in. I have that question on there, actually. But... <laughs> it's my question. Really? I'll yeah. say as soon as he calls in. Like was... mentally, did you have to... Go through any kind of process because obviously it's a it's a terrible injury. So How was the first day back to sparring? Right, Josh. When you have, I'll give it a nice slow draw. Are oh, you doing the Christopher Walken? No. Do Christopher Walken as a Josh Evitt about oh. getting back to sparring? Got hit. What? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, he got hit. <laughs> it's <freaking> horrible. <laughs> you think that's a good Christopher Walken? I can't do one. Um, Longo does a horrendous one. Yeah, but he thinks it's a good one, and so he keeps doing it. And then I'm, and he, when you laugh, he's like, "Oh, they love it." Meanwhile, I'm laughing because it's so it horrible. Well, it he's matter. like, oh, bah, bah. "It's just him doing oh. the fucking." Hey, yeah. Well, all right, Sadiq Yusuf. Yeah, Shaman Marais is on a two-fight winning streak. Oh. He's two and one in the UFC, and both of those have come in a row. He has a decision. Who did he lose to? Oh, go ahead. He lost to Zabit, Anaconda Choke, so that's okay. Zabit can beat anybody, probably. Yep. Matt Sales, unanimous decision win, and then he's coming off of a split decision win over Julio Arce in his last fight. And then Sadiq Youssef, this, he made his UFC debut in his, first, uh, in his last fight against Suman Mokhtarian. He knocked him out in the first round. He also had a unanimous decision win on the Contender Series, and he's a pretty highly touted prospect. Wait, his last fight was what now? Suman Mokhtarian, he knocked him out in the first round. That was his UFC debut also. And, and how did he do on a contender? Unanimous decision win. 
And tell me again about uh, <laughs> the last fight with uh, Sud- Sud- how do you pronounce his name? Uh, Sadiq Youssef. Sudi- that, that was Sadiq Youssef. Shaman Marais uh, is coming off a split decision win over Julio Arce in his last fight. And he's well, how did, he, did he kick his Arce or what? He did. Yeah. Well, it's a split, but sure. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy don't, ig- don't ignore that. my horrible little puns and jokes. So, Chris. <laughs> Jimmy, is it that yeah. bad? I know you hang out with Colin Quinn and everybody. I know. I know. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Let's just keep going and pretend I didn't say anything. Oh, oh, let's do our picks. Yeah. Jimmy, mm-hmm. I am going with, uh, I'm going with Shimon. No. What? Okay. Shaman, yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> you see, close. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I pronounce it like my father-in-law is from, uh, from Italy, and he like reads the words the way like they just fucking... So like that's what he would say. Right. Shimon. But I, I was just fucking around. Yeah. Shaman. Yeah. You know. Shaman. Shaman Morris. Yeah. Shaman. I'm picking so, Shaman. How? Uh, I, listen, I'm going to say by decision... You know, I don't want to say by decision because I like a nice knockout. You know what? Tell me about his last. No, I'm only kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, and, and he got it. I'm gonna say by decision. Yeah, okay. it's the second fight. You know, Sadiq's got a little bit of experience in there. No, no, right. it's the other way around. So Shaman has. <laughs> this will be his fourth UFC fight. Are you fight. fucking serious? Yeah, Sadiq, this will be his second UFC fight. Guys, you know what we find is we have in this fucking... Yeah, no, there's a lot. It's, un- it's understandable. It's understandable. So wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm taking Sadiq Youssef, second round stoppage. No, no listen, I fucked up. Right. I'm going to... Look at Norton, confident. Listen to me. He's confident, know. and I'm, I'm, gonna lie, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not the most confident. <laughs> but I'm going to say this will go to the decision the other way around. Sadiq, decision. Okay. I fucked up. I fucked up. I'm sorry, everybody. It's fair enough. Don't I'm gonna, judge I'm me. I'm going to take Sadiq by decision also. I think it's going to be a fun fight. And by the way, I'm sorry. I was I was just kidding when I said I got choked up at Captain Marvel. <laughs> my Hall of Famer, Jimmy. Did you get choked up watching? Cause really? She overcame Jimmy, everything. Jimmy, look at me. Jimmy, look at my face. Not really. She overcame everything, right? Yeah, like you have to be a knockdown. Yeah, whatever, man. Life no, knocks you down. because you picture your, your daughter's, your daughter's doing in that position. Learning that lesson. so empowering. And overcoming. You're hoping that she they're got up watching. Every th- she got up every time. And she got up in a superhero pose. She had a fist clenched. Even like a little girl when she crashed the go-kart. So did you enjoy when they were dancing? Hey! Their competition? Mm-hmm. Listen, Sodique. <laughs> Sodique decision. Okay. All right, let's go. Uh, Paul Craig... Tell me about his last fight. I love his beard, and I like his fighting style. Yes, me too. He's coming off of a loss to Jimmy Crute, a late third-round Kimura loss to Jimmy Crute. How was he doing before that, though? How was that fight going? uh, It was, if I remember correctly, it was back and forth. I think Crute was probably winning on the scorecard, but it was a close fight. It It was a fun fight. It was a very fun fight, yes. He's, He's never in a boring fight. He's not. No. What's his record? Uh, he is, well, his overall record is ten and three. How about in the UFC? He's three and two in the UFC. Okay, so he was uh, seven and one. Right. Oh, I know math. Ooh, no, but Jimmy. I'm thinking the UFC oh, ups I'm everything. Just being a dick. Just and being now, a now, dick. And Kennedy I'm Jones. Uh, I can't say his last name. Um, who is he uh, fighting? I mean, I mean, what's the his record? Fuck you no, call no, him? No, no, I'm joking. Because it's uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Zenjuku. 
Yeah, Chuku. Yeah, the N Z and E is is Z. silent. Is it Chuku? <laughs> He's gonna be another guy we're just gonna call him by his first name. It's yeah. gonna be like Kabir. Kennedy. It's Kennedy. Hey, oh. K- K- N. Yeah. Um, He's now, six his, and zero. Oh. He's okay. undefeated, and this is, I believe, his UFC debut. Yes. Okay. It is. Now, how did he win his last two fights? He is coming off of a head kick and punches first round finish on the Contender Series. Oh, That's shit. his last fight, and then the fight before that, second round knockout. Oh wow! The fight before that, first round knockout. Okay. Yeah. Here's why I'm going to take Kennedy by decision. First UFC fight, he's probably not used to this caliber of a guy like Paul Craig. Yep. I want Paul Craig's last. Five fights. <laughs> Holy <laughs> yeah. His last three. Uh, the Jimmy Cruz. I loss. know about the last one, but go ahead. He had. He was losing a fight to Magomed Ankalaev. Like Ooh. I mean, he was losing the. Don't, Wait, what? <laughs> to who? Magomed Ankalaev. 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 Go he ahead. Was losing and then pulled out at four fifty nine of the third round a triangle choke win. Uh, and then before that, he had lost to Khalil Roundtree and Tyson Pedro by first round stoppages. Wow. So, yeah. so he's vulnerable to a stoppage. You know what? I'm changing. Yeah. Yeah, he is. But you know what else? Kennedy Smith. Do you know what else Paul Craig, Craig could do? Right. And, he, and he's known for? Kennedy by first round Pulling knockout. a submission out of his hiney. Yeah. Kennedy oh, yeah. by first you round You understand? Knockout. Yeah, first round knockout by Kennedy. Don't you understand that he's this kid, this Paul Craig? Listen, you, you ever see Leonidas from the fucking... Look at this. Look at that beard. Yeah. That's confidence. Sure. Five fights. What's that? Experience, yeah, Jimmy. Right. Look at me. Oh, yeah. Look at this right in my eyes right now. Experience. That's true. Look away. Look away now. It's weird. Well, and look at the names too. I mean, he's fought. Kept getting up and fighting. Tyson Pedro, Khalil Roundtree, Jimmy Crude. I mean, Mm, you know, experience. Right. I feel. Listen, I know you call me a, you know, a dreamer. I know you call me a Hall of Famer. I know you call me the guy that shocked the world, Jimmy. But that has nothing to do with anything with this. That doesn't have, no. that doesn't have to do with my pick. I call you all those things. <laughs> I'm picking Paul Craig. Okay. And I'm picking him by second round submission. Do you know why? Because you're high. <laughs> Are you what? <laughs> high on love, Jimmy. boy. I'm in a good mood. I rolled this morning. I had a hey, I, Matt, I, I, Matt. I'm really sorry. What? I'm going to take Kennedy by first round knockout, and I'm going to get Josh Emmett on the phone. So you okay. take Paul Craig by submission. Why are you sorry? Well, because I interrupted you. Well, I was just going to say I get my cyst behind my fucking knee drained, and I thought I was walking better, and then I tried to walk here, and it wasn't too great. I walk a little fucked up. I think, but I get right. a cool little strut going, Jimmy. You do. Not only that, Jimmy. I rolled this morning. Oh my god, Jimmy. It felt. I gotta just keep, I gotta wear these like compression sleeves on my knees. And you shit. do. <laughs> it might not be. Right, let's oh, go. we got Josh on the phone. Let's talk to Josh. Hey, how you guys doing? I was just about to call you. I'm, I'm going up in the elevator right now, so my knees that. Wait. Oh, okay. You're coming or going? He's What's probably, going on? He's going to. I'm guessing oh, he's in his he was room. Oh, he was going to. No, yeah. No, I, I was just going to the room. So, oh. yeah. Oh. just walking my room. Sorry, I'm a few minutes. No, it's late. fun. I'm going to give you guys a call. No. Oh, you're in Philly right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Philly, you know, I, we're actually staying in Delaware uh, because uh, <laughs> I don't. I think there's been a lot of uh, fights, so they kind of booked the, the hotel late. So we're we're staying in good old Wilmington, Delaware. It's it's not the the best site or best place I've been to. No, it's a great place. If you, if you like, you ever, ever watch the show The Walking Dead? 
That's based on Wilmington. It's a really fun place. <laughs> what is it, like Deliverance? Oh, I'll have to go check that out if it, if it gets a little warmer, too. It's really a depressing place. It's windy <laughs> and it cold. Really? I hated Wilmington when I was there. The people are nice, but that downtown is shitty. So anyway, uh, are you going into Philly at all, Josh, and hanging out? Are you doing anything in Philly, like just to, during the day? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the plan. Uh, I, I had to do a lot of media stuff this morning, and then... Uh, after I get off the phone with you guys, I'm probably gonna go do a do a workout, and then uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna drive into Philly and, and try to see some, you know, just see some sights and things like that. And then of course after the the fight's over, uh, my wife and I always try to stay a few extra days so I can test out the food. Oh, and yeah. so I got to get a a good Philly cheesesteak. If you guys have any uh, recommendations, let G- me know. I want to say Geno's went, might be the biggest. Yeah, right? That's went, the most famous. I, I went to that the Geno's on the on the Dana White looking for a fight. I'm not trying to plug the show. Right. I'm just saying. Sure. I went there on the show, Josh, and it was it was so good, man. I mean, okay, it was so good. About, everyone keeps talking about Pat, but that's the thing that was on the Rocky uh, movie, right? And people are, that live in Pennsylvania are like, don't go there. Yeah, well, why do you say not to go there? That's interesting. I'll, I'll, I don't know. That's they just Rocky. say there's better subs, but I'll, I'm going to try them all out. It's it's yeah. It's probably oh, as far as the food or the steps. What are we talking about? Uh, the food. <laughs> no, a pass. I think is uh, you can get a Philly cheesesteak, but I think that's where Rocky would always go to that oh. restaurant in the movie to get. It. So it's more like a tourist thing. Sure. But people that live there are like, yeah, they're good, but there's a lot of like you're saying, Geno's. You know, stuff like that, the things that other people may not know about. Well, locals always have funny recommendations. Like, you'll go there, I hear this place, but that place is shit. There's a truck that parks behind a warehouse. That guy serves the best. There's always some local place that they think is better. Um, I would say Geno's is probably better. Where were you raised? Uh, Sacramento. Oh, you were raised there. Okay, so that's kind of why I guess you just stayed out there to fight. Yeah. What do you think of your... What's that, buddy? No, I said I'm just lucky that... I believe one of the best scenes in the world was in my backyard. And it's right there for you, sure. Um, yeah. now, 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 there's been talks about Uriah coming back to fight, which I only heard recently. Is that true? Uh, I don't know about fighting. I know he, he was he's doing a jujitsu match, and then he, he mentioned that he may want to, he's going to see how he feels after that and maybe start training as if he was um, going to get into a fight camp and then kind of see how he feels. And then possibly, you know, he said if the opponent and the, the money's right, then he would... Uh, you know, think about it, but he wants to be a hundred percent in where sure. he was offered a few fights and he, he, it was on short notice and he wasn't really training. So he, he turned those down. Now this is your first fight since, uh, you know, things didn't go your way with Jeremy Stevens. How, how, how was, how was like it coming back and, and how was it coming back to sparring and stuff after you had to deal with, I'm sorry, you had a broken, uh, what is it, orbital bone or something? Did I say that right? Yeah, orbital, uh, orbital. You yeah, think yeah. going on? Yeah. Uh, how was it sparring yeah, was, uh, after that? Like, how was it getting back to getting hit? Because I mean, how'd you, how'd that feel? Yeah, it was tough. Um, at, at first, you know, like as far as like the facial fractures, I had the lateral part of my orbit was broke. The orbital floor, the zygomatic arch that's on the side of your face. Mm. My cheek was completely broke and caved in, so we had to pop that back out wow. during surgery and put a a plate on that. Um, and then I had some other things like the nerve being, you know, compressed, the, the major muscle that controls your eye was impinged. You had numbness, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. My left side of my face was numb. And then it's still, a lot of the feeling came back, but it's still like a big circle, still numb. 
which I, I don't know if it, it will come back because it's been, you know, 13 months and it's, it's still as numb in those areas as it was, uh, you know, <laughs> days leading after it. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was tough coming back to practice. I, I had to wait, uh, a long time actually just because I had bad vertigo too for a, a solid at least two months, you know, from that wake up. Yeah, from that, I've never experienced that before. And, and I, you hear people talk about, you know, they have vertigo and it comes and goes and they've dealt with it their their whole life or for years. And I'm like, that is, that is a horrible thing to experience. And I was like, I don't, I don't wish that upon anyone. I don't see how people live, you know, like, yeah, I have, I've had vertigo for five years. I'm like, how do you function? But I guess you just kind of find a way. Well, how did, how did um, it affect you, Josh? Sorry to interrupt you, but how, what happened? You'd wake up dizzy or, or and, and what, what was it about the injury that made that happen? Did they tell you? I, I think it was just like a, I'm not sure, something to do with the, the brain maybe. I, I don't know, but I would wake up in the morning usually when I sit up and the room's spinning and, and uh, it felt like the ground's moving and I just feel sick, you know, like nauseous. Um, and that was like that for, for quite some time. Um, but after that started to go away, you know, I, I didn't get back into any live goes. I, I started lifting weights, doing like light stuff on the bike, maybe hitting mitts light, but not getting any, you know, punches or anything thrown at me just because I wanted the, the bones to, the, to heal a hundred percent. And, you know, most doctors, you break something, they say six to eight weeks and you're, you're good to go. Um, I took a little longer than that. Um, to be safe. Before I, yeah, just to be safe, just cause it, it was, I'd say a little hesitating when I went back into practice, my first like sparring session. And this was like later on down the road, um, getting hit. And it's, it's not cause, I just don't want to break my damn orbital again, you know? <laughs> like that's the only like fear that I had. Like I get hit, I, just what I went through. I was like, man, it hurts and it takes a long time to heal. I was like, I don't want to break this. So that's why. But after I did start getting hit, I was like, oh, I guess those bones healed pretty well. And and when I started going back into practice and I was feeling well, and then I hopped in to help Chad get ready for a fight. Um, when he's at like the peak of his camp or in the middle of his camp, and I'm going in there and, and sparring one of the you know, toughest guys on the planet and he's landed some big shots, um, directly to those areas. Uh, I was like, man, I guess, I guess the doctors did a good job. And you were misdiagnosed, I believe right after the fight. Is that what happened? And, uh, I think it was Orlando. Yeah. Orlando. I, I went there. They, they said I just had a tripod fracture. What's that? Um, and, and, and that was it. I, I think it's just where the lateral part is broken. And I, I want to say underneath there's a, another fracture, but that that's all they, all they diagnosed me with, um, and, and while I was there, I, it was a general hospital, so I, I don't think it was the best, the best spot. Sure, um, but that's what it was, and, and they ended up even giving me. I just I, I don't really remember a lot of things after the fight. Just kind of pieces I, I remember, and then obviously like my wife and friends and coaches and stuff are there, and they're telling me things, and uh, they give me like 24 hours of dilated, uh, which is stronger than morphine, in, mm-hmm. in like a two-hour period. Um, they're supposed to give you like one dosage every six to eight hours. And they loaded me up on that cause I was in so much pain. And I guess I, my heart rate was dropping. I, uh, you know, I stopped breathing and just like out. And, and then I remember the doctors and stuff shaking me and having me come back too. And that, that kind of happened twice. Um, scared the hell out of my family and, and friends and stuff. Um, other than that, yeah, I, I, I got back to Sacramento a few days later cause I had to have a, emergency um 
root canals. I had to do three of those, and I had to see an endodontist in Florida because my teeth were kind of displaced, so he pushed them, you know, put them back in the gums <laughs> so I wouldn't lose them, and then did root canals. And then I got back to Sacramento, and I just wasn't, I guess, just wasn't feeling that right or whatever it may be. You know, I was just kind of out of it, but my wife would talk to me, ask me things, and ask me if I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, just because I don't want to stress her out. And then she works for my doctor and nutritionist, and she's talking to him and just telling him, like, and, and he said, take him to the emergency room. So they took me to an emergency room in uh, Sutter, and they did another MRI and CAT scan because that general hospital would not send over the MRI or any of the notes. Why? I have no idea. My, my doctor was talking to my wife while I was there. And she was explaining what they were doing and all this stuff. And he was trying to talk to them on the phone and, and they would not talk to him. They wouldn't send anything to him. They wouldn't send it when Sutter in Sacramento requested it. And, and he was pissed. Everyone was pissed. And then after the MRI in Sacramento or CT scan, they, uh, they said, you're going to have to stay here. We're admitting you, you need emergency surgery. Uh, and it was going to be at another hospital in Roseville. It's like 20 minutes away. I was like, okay, my my wife can take me there. And then they're like, no, they called me an ambulance. So I had to take an ambulance up there because I had what I'm talking about. So I had the lateral part of my orbital fractured. The orbital floor was fractured. The zygomatic arch on the side of my face. My cheek was caved. Like everything I'm talking about. And they had to pop that back out and just some other things going on. So they, they rushed me over there and, um, yeah, I had a team of three doctors, a ear, nose, and throat doctor, an ophthalmologist, and a plastic surgeon. And from the images they saw, they were kind of, they thought I was going to come in and just be a complete mess. They were freaking out. So when I got there, they just said how lucky I truly was just because of how bad the lateral part of the orbit was broken. They kept saying that that bone, typically when it's that bad, can puncture the eye, pop the eye, they kept saying. And then since the orbital floor was broke, or just kind of, I guess shattered or just fractured, multiple fractures. They were saying there was really nothing holding my eye in place. It was just kind of floating there. So lucky it didn't come out. They'll see that, like the eye popped out. Um, and then uh, wow. with the muscle being impinged, they were even saying how bad that was impinged that they were surprised I could even move my eye, you know, well, and I didn't lose my eyesight. So it was just, they just kept telling me how lucky you I was. You got very lucky. And at that point. At that point, I didn't feel lucky at all, but I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take their word for it. Hey, Josh, did you, ever get the, did you ever get the information? I wonder if Orlando, that hospital is worried about you suing them because the, the, I bet you that the x-rays might show something that proves that they diagnosed you improperly. you think that's what they were worried about, and can you still get that stuff? I, I don't know, that, and that's, that's what my doctor was saying, and then even the, the other hospital in Sacramento, which is an awesome hospital, they couldn't get it, and they, I'm assuming that, because even if they said on their charts how much dilated like pain medicine they gave me like that you can kill someone and that's why my heart rate dropped and i stopped breathing twice and then with the mri it's, it's on there it so if someone was reading it correctly they were saying i don't see how it's even possible that they they missed this how much stuff they missed you know you may have a lawsuit but i i don't know i think it's so hard to yeah. do anything with hospitals so who knows well, this Saturday night, you yeah. get to enjoy some more time in the cage. Yeah. You get to go back to doing what you love, Josh. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Josh, what an unforgiving sport. You go from knocking out at Cardo Lamas to fucking getting your eye almost popped out. I mean, what a crazy sport, no? 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and I always say it all the time. I say, man, this is an unforgiving sport. It's a fucked up sport it as is. far as, you know, you can be at the, the high and then just, man, just something, you know, like that. You know, you have momentum, you have all this stuff, and it's like who can land first? Maybe, you you know, you have, maybe you have a little luck on your side in these fights when everyone's, you know, at the top. It's like, yeah, who's fast, who's more powerful, who hits, you know, hits that sweet spot. Like, it's... uh yeah, it is. It's unforgiving. Nah, I hear you, buddy. Well, you're fighting Michael Johnson uh, on the main card of Barboza Gaethje, which is another fun fight. This is a really good card. And uh, Michael Johnson, did you see? Uh, obviously, his he's you know he fought a couple of your teammates. The last one being Andre Feely in a fight. Uh, which I was vocal about already. That I, I felt that that uh, that Feely won that fight. What What are your thoughts on Michael Johnson and his last fight with your teammate? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I, I thought Andre pulled off the, you know, he should have won the decision. I thought he yeah. won two rounds to one, um, you know, but it's it's tough. It's like the the judges, I don't know what they're looking yeah. at. And, and you know from fighting, it's uh, when people are like, can't leave it in the hands of the judges. Like, who the hell is trying to leave it in the hands of the judges? Like, right. I'm trying to finish the fight with every punch. I, my perfect scenario, I go in there, land my first jab, and the fight's over, you know? Yeah. But uh, as far as Michael Johnson, you know, he's a, he's a veteran. He, he's fought the best, beat the best. Um, and you know everything I know. He's, he's yeah. athletic, fast hands, good striker. And I just have to feel like I, I go in there, impose my will, stick to my game plan. And uh, just the, the best me shows up, I feel like. And I'm on. It's just uh, I just feel like no one can beat me. And, and that's just what I'm – I'm aiming to do. I, I hope to go in there and beat a, a seasoned veteran. Yeah. And he, since he has a big name behind him and a big following, I feel like with a big win over him, I'm right back in the mix where I where I left off uh, 13 months ago. I, I love it because it has the makings of a great fight. Michael Johnson, hey, not only is he a veteran, he's very game. Even when Khabib had him pinned against the cage, on yeah. beyond his back, telling him to give up, and there was no quitting him, you know what I mean, until he was about yep. to get his arm ripped off. So... Uh, yeah. I mean, it has all the makings of a fantastic fight. And I'm, I'm so happy you're back, Josh. Yeah. We've missed you, Josh. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, Josh, before, before, sorry, before we let you go, uh, uh, were you uh, at Team Alpha Male when TJ was there? Yeah, I've, I've been there since, uh, yeah, kind of since the, the beginning. And then I, I went away to school for a few years, came back in 2010. Uh, and so what do you think about his issues? Because I guess nobody really knows what's going on. Were you surprised he vacated the belt so quickly? Yeah, I, I I don't know. Like honestly, I just like I always say, I kind of stay away from that. You know, like I I don't know what what's going on. Like I I don't I, I don't know. So I feel like it's not in my place to sure. give my opinion. Yeah. It's like I, I don't know. It's just kind of me. You know, he's he, he's a great fighter, and uh, you know, I, I wish that upon no one because it's uh-huh. you know he, he's doing really well, making money for his family, all these other things going on, and then that it's like we we don't even know. I don't know if they have any tests out or or what's going on really with the the topic. So, you know, I, yeah, yeah I don't really, yeah, Josh, I really don't have a, a, a say, you know, like yeah. I just don't wish that upon anyone. You're like a, I could tell Josh, you're a, a drama free guy, right or wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like for me, even if someone that, you know, I hear from someone, they're like, Hey, I don't like that person, this and that. Like I'm going to meet him. I'm going to make the, yeah. the decision first to whether, you know, I don't know. It's just 
that's that's just how I am. So it's like all this stuff. I have no idea what's yeah. going on. And then you see all the stuff people just put on the internet, and I think they're just idiots. Not just dealing with that situation. I'm just talking about everything. It gives people a voice, and these are the people that have no damn clue of what's going on with anything, like telling you how to fight or what you should have done to one. It's like, okay, come show me. Like, let's put on some gloves and show me how I should have won. Yeah, <laughs> I know. If only we lived in a world where we could just smack around the trolls. Yeah, it would be nice, right? right? That would be fun. Right? Well, you're fun. a good man, Josh Emmett, and a dangerous man. I can't wait for your fight this weekend versus Michael Johnson. Jimmy, anything yes. else for Josh? Always a pleasure to uh, talk to you, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, Josh. Well, thanks again, you guys. You guys have a good one. All right, good All luck, right, man. Take care. I'm looking forward to that fight, man. Me too. That's a very, very interesting I fight. I mean, Michael Johnson's a gamer. Yes, he, he, he is. He took out a couple alpha males that, from the team, you know. You want to know my prediction in that fight? Pain! I don't know. I'm going to take Josh Emmett by decision because I think that uh, he will be cautious in this first fight back. And, and I think naturally he'll be cautious. I, I have him by the same same thing. Yeah. I think you're right. And, you know, it's not like it's easy to finish Michael Johnson, but no. right. But I think it'll be... Uh, yeah, a little bit more of a cautious outing. Now we didn't pick uh, what? No, we skipped a couple here. So we have. Um, oh no, just just one. We we skipped over Carolina and Michelle Waters. Oh well, Matt, you didn't give your. Pick oh on my that. goodness, Jimmy! Yeah, try this. No, he's pointing it's at granola. his dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a granola bar. It's really no, not cool. Uh, Why? It's granola. No, don't oh, you just don't want it. Thank you. All right, I'll eat it off there. What What do you think about Matt? What? We, we we both gave our picks for the um, what. Emmett and uh, Johnson fight. What do you think? What I say about Paul Craig? You, say you don't even remember. Second round submission. I remember all right, all right. I'm just fucking around. All right, so what are we up to? Well, we skipped over Carolina and Michelle. We'll come back to it. But Josh Emmett and Michael Johnson, what do you think? <sighs> you know, this is what I think. Second. Jimmy. I was going to say second round stoppage, Josh Emmett, but I'm not going to say it. Why not? Ooh, I'm doing a Chris the producer. Ew. That way, if it does land, oh, you would have said that. I look an imbecile child sometimes. You know what I was thinking, by the way? Why? That I'm an imbecile child? No. Why? Because you bring up a, a, an interesting point. Why? So I was thinking about it the other day. Instead of picking the round and the method, would it be interesting to have like a um, like a confidence vote? So like... Say I, I think Josh Emmett is definitely going to win this fight. I could say Josh Emmett, three points. Like you could put one, two, or three points on it. So it just kind of gives. What do you idea think of like about that? What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, good idea. No, that's a fucking awesome idea. All right. All right. Yeah, no, I like it a lot. Wait, I, so I will say how many points? Okay, so like you want to say, hey, look, I'm really confident about this. Right. Uh, I'm gonna oh, do it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I want two points on on fucking. It's too right. complicated. Forget it. No, well, not really. You just go. I'm, I have a confidence vote. What am I the fucking? Oh, no, I'm sitting. Am I the Scottish Prime Minister? <laughs> a vote of no confidence. <laughs> yeah, was, do you want the Tories uh, to take over? Yeah. Listen. All right, forget it. Not a good idea. No, that was a t terrible idea. All right, fair enough. Josh Emmett is back. And he has to make an impression. This is what he's saying. He's not saying it. This is me saying it. Okay. But this is what I think that he should be thinking in his brain. Say it. I, Jimmy, please don't throw me off. He's thinking to himself. This is Josh Emmett. How is that, how is that food? This is breaking the anxiety between us. Matt's put on his uh, sunglasses. Oh, I'm, oh, that's good. Because I forget that nobody sees us. No. 
Oh, I can look right at you now. It's not I, weird. I, I like it. Not at all. Look at me. I look like a little, a little Italian American rebel cop. Yeah, look. Not, he's a condom on his look. nose. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, the thing is this. Go ahead. I'm, I, nothing's getting to me. Sure. I'm not getting full of myself. Yeah. But this is how I'm doing the podcast from now on. You should. With this on. I like it. I can just look right at you and stare at you. I like it. Uh, so my, what were we up to? We're talking about oh, Charlie and Nicole McCabe. Josh and, uh, Emmett. Oh. This is, I can't even, I got to take these off. I can't. Do yeah, sure. I can't do it. I'm going to say Josh Emmett is making a crazy splash in this fight, man. People are going to go, what? What's going on? First round knockout. Okay. I, right. It's insane. It's not crazy. It's insane. It's People crazy. are looking at me and they're going to go, what? what are you saying? No. Michael Johnson is a tough. I know. I get it, people. I get it. But you know what he's thinking? Michael Johnson's thinking, all right, man, let me, Josh Emmett's coming back. Let me just stomp him out. <laughs> I don't know. He's not maybe No, I just think Josh might be more cautious because, again, you, 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 yeah. it's hard, probably hard not yeah. to be, you know? Good, good. You think he's a vagina. I don't. No, I think he's smart. Wink if you think he's a vagina. Yeah. Don't do that, Jerry. Okay. So listen. All right. Carolina. Oh, yeah, Chris, the producer looking to keep moving us along. I guess yeah. he's the producer. He has to do that. It's his yeah. job. But, 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 you know. There's people listening. They're like, good. Good. What are the yeah. records? Yeah. What are Michelle and Carolina's record? Uh, so Carolina's 12 and 3. Uh, and she's obviously coming off a pretty vicious knockout by Jessica Andrade sure. in, in wow. her last fight. That's a loss. She had won two in a row before that. Decisions over Jody Esquibel and Felice Herrig. And Michelle Watterson, who we just talked to, is on a two-fight winning streak. Courtney Casey and Felice Herrig. Now, has Michelle Ooh. fought Jessica? Ooh. No. She has not. Bless I'm going to take Michelle by decision. Uh, man, I was going to say that. So you can say it, too. All right. All right, Jimmy, you're saying Michelle decision. Matt, are you? is that? Michelle, she knew. She, yes, I'm taking Michelle Watterson, the karate hottie, by decision. She knew. She knew the part I was talking about. She brought it up first, and she brought up first that she was getting emotional at Captain Marvel, and that is what brought me back. I seen it twice. I seen it once with my. It's my wife's favorite Marvel sure. movie. Sure. <laughs> I, mean, I hate you. I I'm love gonna take. Uh, I love you. I don't I'm gonna I take you. Michelle Watterson by third round submission. Ooh, or so cool. Carolina Kulvakevich by decision. But I'm actually taking Michelle Watson by third round submission. Oh, my. Wait a second. Yeah, I will choose one of these. I say that one of these fighters will best the other. Yes. He just, no, he, well, he one did. of them's going to win. All right. No, I'm taking Michelle Watson third round submission. Okay. Co-main event time. Friend of the show, David Branch, returning against Jack Hermanson. Uh, David lost his last fight, uh, He I did. Believe. He got knocked out by David. Uh, Jared Cannonier. That was the whole thing around UFC 230, where he was supposed to fight Jacare. Jacare, yeah. Jacare moved up to fight. Uh, Can I remind you though that he almost knocked out Luke um, Rockhold before he, 100%. you know, kind of made a, a technical error where he yep. went to grapple and clinch instead of keeping distance and strike. Yep. He did knock out Thiago Santos. That's right. Which. I predicted nothing to do with anything. On the night that you were announced to go into the Hall of Fame. Well, hey, you're, you're bringing that up yeah. again. <laughs> but, you know, so he's, you know, I mean, anyway, you know, Dan is talking about uh, Thiago Santos, you know, obviously. Right, John Jones. Right, John Jones. So yep. it shows you where David Branch could be. Tell me about Jack's last fight. Uh, he is coming off of a guillotine choke Ooh. submission win over Gerald Mearshart in uh, December 2018. And uh, Gerald trains out of uh, Duke Rufus' gym. How many submissions does uh, David have? Let's take a look. 
He has who he beat? Seven out of his twenty-two wins are submission wins. Six knockouts, nine decisions. Wow. Gerald Mearshart. What? No, I know that's why you're asking. What? Nothing. That's good. Who'd he beat? Gerald. Gerald. Say say the last part again. His last (laughs) name. I can't pronounce it. Mearshart. Mearshart himself after he dealt with. Well, listen to me. This is the thing. I feel. That I'm gonna I just went right through that joke because I know it was gonna be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you miss how dare you misclassify yeah, that Jimmy. statement as a joke? Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> David Branch. First of all, if you think I pick against David Branch, you're out of your damn mind. Yeah. I am I am biased regardless. Yeah, because he's a friend of the show. But I don't know. He's, he's a personal friend of mine. But regardless of that, well, I don't know. David well. Branch. It's true. You don't. So you go with your, you have your little right. your little heart desires, my little bird, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy's my little bird. But I'm tick. I'm picking David Branch. Bye. And now, I think this guy Jack is durable. Yes. How many times has he been stopped? Huh? You Seven, tell me. Seventeen. Uh, he's been stopped three. He has four losses in his career. He's Eighteen and four. He has three stoppage losses. One knockout. Two submission. <laughs> okay, now, Jimmy, listen to this. I don't want to backtrack or anything, but I'm going to say David Branch. Yep. Second round stoppage. I'm taking Branch, third round stoppage. Uh, I'm going to make it unanimous. You said third round, Jimmy? Yep. I'm going to take Branch by second round submission. I almost said submission, but I didn't. Yeah. How about uh, now? This is tough to pick. This oh god, this fight is gonna be Whoa! so good. Barboza Gaethje, both leg kickers. <laughs> Has Gaethje fought a guy who kicks legs like Edson does? No, I don't think so. No, because now because arguably Edson's the best kicker in the sport. I mean, he you is. Know. I'm, I mean, I'm going to take. I mean, Aldo's up there, obviously with leg kicks. Sure, I'm going to take Edson Barboza. <laughs> Now, I don't know the round. Is it going to be? I was going to say second round stoppage. Okay. I mean, second round. Wow. That's a little soon for Gaethje. Yeah. Third round stoppage. All right. I'm taking Edson over Justin. Then any again. Particular, any particular reason why you think Barbosa's got the advantage here? I just think his, his because his boxing is pretty good. And I also think that his, his uh, leg kicks... Are something that as great as Gaethje is at doing it, I think Barbosa is better at it, and I don't think Gaethje has dealt with it the way Edson's going to do it. Look at my face; I'm trying to hold it. It's in. really hard. I'm trying to hold it in, Matt, sir. I'm trying to hold it in, Jimmy. Oh. It's like it's like somebody who has Tourette's who just wants to say, "Ah, fuck, shit, shit, fuck." It's like that, Jimmy. I understand. <laughs> he has to deal with this man child that just wants to sing. I just want to oh. sing. Barbosa. Oh. Wait, wait, Bob. Why? No, because why are you stopping? I got my arm around. I got my arm around you, Jimmy. I know that's why I'm comfortable. Jimmy, shut your little bird mouth (laughs) out. Listen, (laughs) Barboza, Barboza, Edson, Barboza. Are you taking Barboza? I'm going. With Justin Gaethje. <laughs> what, what a twist. Oh, I flipped it on you. Yeah, it's right, tough. You're taking with Gaethje. Huh? All right, listen to me. That was a long walk for a little sip of water. I'm going with Justin Gaethje. You know why? I think I do know why. Because he's a flipping warrior. <laughs> and I just think that Edson, you know, little... 
I think that uh, when the going gets super tough, he's tough. He doesn't crack. Nice. But he just looks to spin around and shit, and he's going to have a hard time. Gaethje. Mm. That I, that I was going to say, it's because Gaethje walks forward. You don't get a second. and Not if his legs aren't working. He doesn't. No, that's true. But Barboza, I think, likes to hang back, have some yeah, space he needs, to kick. He needs yeah. that little bit of space, right, to... to all right, you guys. I love Justin. I'm, I'm taking Barboza, but I yeah. think, but I understand why that Barboza third round stoppage. Matt, you taking Real, Justin? I'm out. taking Justin fourth round stoppage. Okay. Right. Yeah, Justin Gaethje. I'm taking Barboza. I'm with the, you in, in the fourth. Wait, hold on. I'm guessing. Yeah, Justin Gaethje. There you go. I like Justin Barboza, but well, I think you're mad I'm at Barboza going, for leaving. Uh, watch this, everybody. <laughs> watch this. What are you doing? Oh, oh wait! Yeah. Oh, that's oh. a bad throw. Hold on, hold on. He's tying something around a rafter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck it. All right, all right. I tried to get a piece of granola in my mouth. All right. Yep. All right, well, listen, hey. And there it is on the floor. There it is on the floor for somebody to step in. Oh. And this is that way. Listen, we like to break the rules around here at UFC Unfiltered. Are oh, we doubled our picks? Yeah, we are. Let's do them again because it was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what do we got, gentlemen? Um, not, I mean, if you guys don't have anything else to, to well, talk about, we, right, I think we listen. did it today. Thank you. Yeah, well, I had a great time, man. Me too. I don't yeah. want the party to end. Should we give the proper plug for this uh, event? This yes, weekend? let's. Do I will that. be appearing April four, five, six but, in San Francisco at yeah. Cobb's this weekend, Saturday, March the thirtieth, on ESPN. Of course, is Barboza against Justin Gaethje. That's a really, really great headline event. Yeah, yeah, for I sure. The, the ESPN Plus prelims are on at three thirty p.m. Eastern time. ESPN prelims at 5 p.m. Eastern, and then the ESPN main card, 7 p.m. this set. I can't wait, man. I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to be catching up with a couple of friends this weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do it with my right eye. What do I, rock it from fucking Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Not the left eye, the right eye. I'm winking at you. I like it. Dean Thomas. I miss Dean Thomas. Oh, good. Thomas. Oh, yeah, and David. Uh, oh, what? Tell the guys this. Yeah, well, Listen. Okay. I'm trying to get more information out of me. You want to know what I'm going to do? I already know. All right, well, don't say it. All right, listen. Jimmy. Yes. Want to walk together to the train? I'm going to hop in a cab. I'm super tired. (laughs) (laughs) Can't you just say yes on air and then just fucking... We have to keep it that real. Oh, I was actually going to walk with you. I always lie on air. All right, shit. Fucking... You know what? We're going to end the show now, but the fucking... You can't undo the hurt that you already did. No. Um, yeah, of course we'll watch you. I'll see you next week, Jimmy. Goodbye. I'm not walking with him. SarahBJJ.com. <laughs> All right. Now, remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, radio.com slash UFC Unfiltered, or wherever you get your shows. Not my business. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers.